Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host at NFL on Twitter. And of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And Steve, Stevie Sparks, it, um, it's a namesake, but it's not an Irish accent. On the podcast, I have, what do we call you, Steve? I mean, do we call you International Games, London Games Nerd? Do we call you... London Games Nerd will be do fine. Yeah. This is London Calling. London Collie. We're going to talk all things London today. You're very responsible, though, because I told you kind of, you know, um, what me and Daryl do and all that kind of stuff. And you were very, uh, very tight lipped on, on the mic. I heard one guy, you know, I was talking to I was on a podcast once and the guy said, oh, this is where we usually take a break. So, you know, you can kind of joke around and say what you want. And I was like, going, yeah, not doing that because he was saying that he had some really famous person on. And they were deliberately trying to make him laugh while the ad takes were coming in and saying some really outlandish stuff, which he then went on and told me. And I was like, well, his secret was definitely safe with you. But Steve, your secret's safe with me, buddy, is all I'm trying to say. So come here, we're going to talk all things London, right? We want to talk about, because this, this is the overarching thing that's happening right now, is that tickets have gone on sale in multiple different tranches, in multiple different guises. And throughout the whole process, one of the main areas of feedback that I see on socials is people freaking out, um, saying that, A, they're never going to get a ticket. There isn't any available. Number two, that the process and how it was rolled out was poor. And we could talk about that. Um, And also that there'll be no tickets left for general sale. And that does one of two things, Steve. It's... One pushes them to StubHubs and Ebays and whatever other websites that, and again, I'm not the expert, subject matter expert here. You are. You've been to every London game. So what it does, Steve, is it pushes people to these sort of nefarious websites. Um, it makes them go to strangers on the internet. And, and our mama's always told us not to do that. Um, and also it causes this sort of air of uh, gloom a bit, you know, around this London event that people are celebrating on one side and on the opposite side, people, it's, it's the worst thing that's ever happened because they're not going to get tickets. Steve, let's start off with this. The Packers are coming to London. What stage, what tickets have gone on sale? What stage are we at? And what tickets can go on sale after this point? Okay. So the situation is that season ticket holders who account for about 40% of the Spurs ground have been able to either renew their tickets or give them up. And there's been a resale of those tickets. There's been a sale of all the posh tickets. So the premium, the hospitality, the boxes at £680 a head. What is left is around about 16,000 tickets. There are still 16,000 tickets left. So my advice off Aaron Rodgers himself is relaxed. So, Steve, right. So let's just pause there for a second, right? When we talk about what's gone on sale, the season tickets and, and all that kind of jazz, right? Can you explain to us how kind of that process works, right? Because the boxes have went on sale. What do you get with a box? Because we have had people come in and say that they have got season tickets and they want to give up those boxes. So what do you get with the box? And then with the season ticket, 
Um, because this is the number one question we got asked as well is that a season ticket to watch Tottenham Hotspurs or is that a season ticket to the NFL and what comes along with that because again we want to sort of explain the distinguishment between you get Packers tickets you also get other game tickets and how we're going to move those around if you will yeah so in the old days the season tickets gave you money off um, gave you money off at the NFL.com shop uh, and priority for multiple games taking place in London. Mm. That's been eroded now. It's it's in effect, it gives you priority booking and still get a percentage off, a one-off at the NFL.com shop. The boxes, what do you get for a box? So at the top end for the box, you get a seat, you get a four-star or Michelin-starred meal, and you might get some champagne and some wine and beer. At the next level down the premium, you'll be in an open bar. We are given uh, free food when you arrive and then uh, a free drink at the end at half time. That's, that's pretty much it. And a seat outside. So but what it does do is it does give you a ticket to watch the game. And that's what some people have decided to do. They don't want to wait until um general sale is finished they want to make sure they've got a ticket now and they either can afford it have decided they've broadened their financial appetite and going right i'll get a ticket and those boxes uh steve because look i've been to lambo i've been everywhere i've been the nosebleed seats where i got vertigo and um, i was in a box private box I've been in the press box, which everyone was really impressed about because they're like, oh, you know, you're in there with all the journals and stuff. But I tell you what, out of all of it, Steve, the best seats that I had was actually the nosebleed seats. It was like watching on a television that you could see you were so high up, you could get all the action in. You could zoom in optically on your phone and get all the stuff. You could see the formations happening, stuff that you could see. The worst was actually the press box because they pump in the commentary, but not the crowd noise. So when it comes to you know, those premium seats versus seats outside versus whatever. Do you have any preference as to which one's better? Um, because look, for an awful lot of people, this is the only time they'll get to see the Packers because they're not going to go to America. Yeah, I, th- I think it comes down to... Well, first of all, it's true. There aren't any bad seats in the stadium. There really aren't. Um, some are closer to the pitch. Some are cheaper than others. Some give you a nicer experience you're on the sideline as i said you're in the box you get wined and dined beforehand it really comes down to what floats your boat but there's no bad seats um i've got i'm lucky i've got four in the corner of one end zone uh and a friend of mine's got four uh on the 20 yard line low down absolutely fine everybody's bowled over with with what we've got and i know people further up they like their seats as well so there is not a bad seat to be had as far as i am aware but what i would say to people as well is and that's something to bear in mind you know the the flip-flopping of the field position after every quarter bear that in mind also bear in the mind the fact that you know some i've went to soccer matches i've went to plenty of ireland soccer games and they're incredibly boring right uh, let's face it there's not many goals to be had but the the disappointing thing is is i remember what was it and i had a season ticket to leinster rugby 
And sometimes if you get the ticket and you're like, right, I get it down by the try line and you think this is a great place because you're going to see all the touchdowns and, you know, all the tries and all the rest. And then sometimes the action just ends up happening at the other side of the field. Anyway, yeah. so you can get an end zone. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. You can get in the middle of the field. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. It depends on how the game goes. So, you know, do bear in mind the fact that it isn't a soccer game, you know, where soccer where you kind of want to be smack bang on the mid uh, field line. And so you can see kind of all the action either way. But then you're not so close to see the goals being put in the back. And, then, you know, it all depends on preference. But look, those season tickets, uh, Steve, what comes with those season tickets? It isn't only just the Packers game, right? You do get lumped in with uh, other game tickets. Am I right in saying? Yeah. So this year, Viking Saints, great game. That'll be interesting. It works the other way. Last year trying to sell with a, a spare jets ticket and I, I won't rip people off but trying to sell that ticket was very 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 difficult the, mm. the teams just weren't the teams weren't great yeah so it just you know when you're seeing it today so for the jacksonville game uh against denver big stadium wembley arguably that's probably where the packers should have played but we are where we are but that stadium for the first time hasn't sold out within 24 hours of the general sale happening there's still tickets available today so you've also got the economy kicking off as well at the minute and people are going enough's enough um but yeah so so it's a trade-off you get to see games um sometimes there'll be as i said this is the first time watching my team play but it's quite nice to be able to offer seats up to those who are fans of other clubs um to be able to come and watch their own teams play and we'll have a bit of banter with some of some of those uh mm. those guys and girls well, look, I guess it's a nice segue into the, the hot topic, really, which is the secondary market. Where do people get tickets when they can? So I'll say at this juncture, right? And it's an important caveat to make here. So with the season tickets, as Steve says, not me, the other Steve, the English Steve, the English version of me, the less hairy version, the speckled, non fairy Yeah. Um, so it's amazing when I came on screen, you know, I'm surprised he didn't go, oh, Jesus, because that's what I got sometime. And one guy said that he went, oh, Jesus, because he hadn't seen me in ages. And then he goes, oh, literally, which was great. Um, hashtag religion. So the, the thing about it is, is that people have tickets to both games. They have Viking Saints. And what we've done is, is we've tagged in the UK Vikings fan clubs to say if there's a Vikings fan who got season tickets for that Vikings game, do they have the Packers game and do they want to swap them over to get the more family members of the Vikings game or whatever. So we've done that, right? And also what we've had is we've had people contacting saying, you know, they bought the premium tickets, uh, they ended up getting season tickets so they don't want the premium anymore, they're looking to move them on. The one thing that we don't want to do as a fan club is to put anybody in the hands of some wolf out there, some guy who's going to rip people off, right? So where... I can highlight from the group account people who say they have tickets. I cannot in any way vouch for that person. Now, there are people that I can for um, and that I know well, uh, but only to the extent of, you know, I've probably spoken to them back and forth over the last couple of years or met them at a meetup or whatever. So I cannot go and, you know, uh, witness at their wedding for you. So we did put that out and we did get uh, people coming in looking for someone. And I did get a DM from someone saying, do you know this guy? Is he reliable? Because this other person was flying from overseas. And I just said to him, look, we cannot stand over the transactions. We cannot stand over the people. We don't earn anything from the person saying they have tickets. It's literally just a connection service. It's it's like a Craigslist for tickets, if you will. So that will come up. So do jump on the socials, on Twitter, get into the Facebook group because there's loads of chatter. It's exploded over the last couple of months just with people buzzing about London. 
So, Steve, you know, outside of that, people are going to deal with the same issues that we have where you're dealing with a stranger and there's loads of different interfaces for that stranger, right? You've got eBay, you've got um, StubHub is another one that always gets raised, you know, whatever sort of resale sites are out there. Do you have any advice for people or any experience or, you know, because you've seen it all over the years with these London tickets, obviously not. And, and the Packers, massive hot property. They, these are literally flying out. I mean, and it is down to Packers fans. It was funny. we got the Giants fan club coming in and going, by the way, guys, we're playing you. You know, we're, uh, we've got a, a cat in the game as well. I'm thinking, okay, let's wait till we get into the stadium to see the colours, right? Uh, and it's going to be green and gold, I would imagine, for most of it. Steve, where do people go to get tickets? Yeah. Or do they get tickets, Steve, now? Do they wait for general sale and then get into that market? Because people are freaking out, Steve. Yeah, so if people are freaking out and don't think they can wait, you have got well-known brands like StubHub. Uh, The NFL in America has its own ticket exchange Mm. resale site, and they guarantee the tickets. The NFL will be having, and they normally open it up around about August this time, a UK NFL ticket exchange, same principle but the uk one's uh, more attractive to the buyer because the seller has to sell the ticket at face value and actually makes a little bit of a loss because they don't pick up the admin fee um but that's another one i'd say for me personally and i only speak personally if i was looking i would be comfortable with StubHub. i would be comfortable with the nfl ticket exchange i would be waiting to try to go for general sale uh, my tactic would be day before general sale line up three in stub hub that are within your price point try and get the tickets in general sale you don't get them in general sale then either go straight into stub hub and pick up one of those three or let let it sit for 12 24 hours as those tickets that have been bought for general sale come on the market uh, and the reason i say that is this morning the tickets were going for uh, minimum £306, what, about $370. This evening, the tickets on StubHub are going for £286, so what, about $340. So they've dropped, the lower end has dropped. And you will get some people like me who will not want to rip people off. You will get another run of tickets as you come up to the game, tend to be singles. People can't go or pairs. Family issues happen. Someone gets COVID. Who knows? But you can get tickets still quite late. uh, And they will be from people who, again, will be either trying to get top market price or in many cases, they will just be looking to get their money back. Mm. Uh, There is also late August, the team returns. So these are tickets that the teams, competing teams haven't, sold and they can be up to a hundred couple of hundred and in the first year uh way back in 2007 that that's how i ended up getting my ticket to the giants um dolphins game um but i'll be honest i think given the proximity of new york to london and given the packers of such demand i'd be very surprised if there are any tickets from either of those two teams returned um so in terms of going on the secondary market i would definitely be very wary of going on the ebay type things i mean it's great what i think it's brilliant what you're doing with the uh uk vikings and trying to match up ticket sales and i'm sure most of those 
will, will turn out to be fine and dandy, but you just have to be careful. Um, there will not be. I will be very, 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 very surprised. I will. I do not expect to see any ticket touting going on outside the stadium. Last year was the first time at Spurs that it was um, digital tickets and there were no touts to be seen. Um, I have since seen touts of digital tickets at places like Silverstone for F1. Uh, and they're basically trying to sell a photocopy of the ticket and then will eBay the ticket to you. Uh, I, I would never go near that myself personally. So it yeah, comes so back. Steve, yeah. about that though, like, so you've sort of given the recommendations. eBay is a real no-no. Is there any other ones that you've seen happen to people that you're like, oh God, stay away from that? Like, is there any sort of horror stories out there that you're like, D -d don't see yourself down that road? I mean, no. e eBay is one of them. Is there any other site out there that people should really be wary of? No, I think it just comes back to usual rule. If it looks too good to be true, mm. probably is. Yeah. Yeah, because look, and as well as that, I guess we can mention at this juncture as well is that we have a big, massive party, the Hippodrome. There's only 200 cheese heads that we can cram in there for uh, fire safety reasons. And as well, uh, they've given up the main theatre, Steve, to Magic Mike, which I believe you acted in yeah. last year. Um, so, yeah, thank you know... You. <laughs> In my dreams. Yeah, in your dreams, yeah. In my wife's dreams, probably. We yeah, more, well, maybe not. Uh, I'd hate to break it to you, Steve, but I don't think either <laughs> of our partners are imagining us uh, taking the stage. But anyway, um, yeah, look, it's 200 cheese heads. People have bought tickets and I'm operating this thing called the Switch List, which it sounds very sexy, if I'm fair. You know, it sounds like something I should trademark. So what we're doing is if you've bought tickets to that and you have found yourself with tickets, be they season tickets, premium tickets or whatever, well, then we will switch your tickets to the watch party in the Hippodrome uh, on that Sunday with somebody who's not lucky enough to get tickets. So some people have sort of reached out and said, look, I'll give my tickets away for free. You know, they can have them or whatever. Or, you know, they're sort of asking, what's the next step? What do I do? Well, the thing is, is we don't want to switch them ahead of the general sale because we'd switch them to, you know, Buster Malone and then all of a sudden Buster will get a ticket to general sale and then he'll want to flip that on again. So what we're going to do is we're going to wait till after the 26th of July, by the way, is the general sale. Um, marker we're going to wait till after the 26th of july maybe give it a week or so and then we're going to start switching people around if you've bought tickets to that and you ran in that position that you want to get uh to move those along well then we've um like we probably have the same amount of people on the wait list as we do that are going it's insane and um, so you definitely will be able to move your ticket on and if you are that person who is waiting for a ticket to the watch party because you've got no intentions of going to tottenham you know do hang in there but steve people that are going to tottenham yeah. You know, like London is not a very affordable place. Actually, the planet at the minute isn't a very affordable place. People like myself will be flying over from Ireland. And one of the things that we're getting as well is even like I've got a guy from Manchester reaching out to me asking what's the best places to stay in London because I frequent in London and all that kind of stuff. Steve, what advice can you give people? Um, because it is an, it's an issue that it doesn't only affect American people, but there are Americans coming over. And understandably, right, they're looking at Tottenham and they're throwing a dartboard beside Tottenham and picking a hotel right beside it. What is your advice for where to stay in London? Because I would imagine up around Tottenham actually isn't the best place to stay. No. Um, it's... <laughs> Next, Steve, right? So let's... So... It's it, Okay. So everywhere in London is reasonably expensive. Mm. Uh, a weekend is going to be more expensive. Um, and, and I just think all you can do is... 
just uh, you either accept you're going to stay slightly outside of London and maybe take the train in on the day. Uh, overground trains are fine from, say, north of London. Um, Expensive, Steve. That's what we have to raise here, don't we? No, but... it's not too bad. No? Not too bad for the. No, no, no. Not on the Sundays. Not on the Sundays. It's pretty good. Um, and services for an NFL Sunday. And I'm just going to keep interrupting here because yeah, as the right. questions that I would have right. as a punter. So times, did he put on extra trains? Did he run extra yes. late? Yeah. Yes. Is, is it an absolute quagmire of stuff? People ramming onto trains and yes. because I've seen it after. <laughs> yes, to all of the above. Um, but you won't have a problem getting to and from. People are, some people prefer, especially people in the premium boxes, right? They're going to look for taxis. Is there taxis flying about the place? Are they handy to get? Is the stadium so, okay. easy to get to, in fact? Yeah, I heard okay. it's not. No, it's, it's not as good as Wembley to get to. Um, so you can the, the have it with the tickets in terms of the best places to go uh you i would advise getting there's not much of a problem if you take the overground train mm. is pretty good the underground stops a bit short they've got um buses on the return to take you into central london um the i think it's northumberland avenue overground if you're leaving after the game is probably you'll have a slightly smaller queue other people walk up to Silver Street Station, which is on the other side above White Hart Lane. Less queue, get on the train. You then come back through White Hart Lane, but you're already on the train and you've got a seat. Um, and then they go back into London that way. Um, so you've really got the buses that are laid on, take you back into London. You've got the overground trains. You've got about 25 minute walk to Tottenham Hale Underground Station. Um, and you can you can then take the underground in from there. If you park, this is good for those who are driving at the moment. There is a vicious uh, no parking zone inside what they call the North Circular. So that's the road that goes around North London. Um, and if you park just north of the North Circular and have a 15, 20 minute walk in, uh, you're able to park for free and so 15 20 minute walk then back to your car afterwards uh that's what we tend to do uh, i'm not telling you where we park <laughs> <laughs> what's your credit card details there steve uh, so but you do not want to be parking on the inside of the north circular it's well signposted they said on event days uh this is no parking and they are vicious with the car parking tickets there are some areas some industrial estates inside the area that do offer car parking but you'd have to go online to see what they are uh, and where where they are there's, there's a few but but you'd have to look as i said in terms of staying in, in tottenham uh, you you can um there's stuff to see and do it's a little bit lively but then most parts of any big city can be um but you know you're just gonna have to look at what hotels are available take your hit i think and if you're if you want to be slightly outside of london I would say you want to be north of London, slightly east of northeast of London or northwest of London. Anywhere of those uh, take a little and then just make sure you're on the main line in and you'll have a very nice, very nice day. Mm. And, you know, we're going to get people coming over. This is going to be a trip of a lifetime. They don't envision doing it again. And we do want to talk about what the likelihood is of the Packers playing again in London, mm. because like Mark Murphy said on the podcast, um, you know, this is an opportunity where you'll only be forced to play a home game uh, once every eight years. Right. Yeah. So, you know, 
you can and will they get the Packers as an away team well that was the problem up to now Steve was that they couldn't get the Packers over for an away team and I know you want to sort of voice your opinion on that but saying that there's going to be people coming over from the states and there's a big appetite there and they want to see the Buckingham Palace they want to see the Tower Bridge and everything else is it a very bad idea to stay central London and try and make your way to Tottenham after that point because no, it's, I, it's, it's I feel fine. like that's what I want to do. You know, like when I go over, I always like to stay in this place that makes me feel like it's a set off mad men, you know? Yeah. The, the, no, the great thing is stay in central London. Everything is within reach. Very easy to get on and off the tube. There is just so much to see and do paid free. Uh, it is a, it is a truly great city on the planet. Um, so, and so many things to see and do really mm. are. Um, the, I, th- I think in terms of you, you talked about the games and when Green Bay would come over. So this is me now stoking the people who are going to be jumping onto StubHub before general sale. And I still would say, wait till general sale has happened. You, those tickets have to be sold to somebody and you might get those tickets. Um, it's not quite like Wonka bars and the golden ticket. There's a few more of them out there than that. Yeah. But the, the, the way that I, I'm and I like the London games. I like working out who's coming over. There is a formula. There is a pattern next year. It will be from the AFC. It will, it will not be one of the teams. The home teams will not be teams that are currently lined up with international marketing rights in other countries. So next year, Germany will probably get who have they got something like Carolina and uh, they got a couple of others. Um, so next year, I think coming over to us will be, probably one a couple of buffalo indianapolis cincinnati as home teams there's a few others that could be i don't don't think it will be i think it'll be two of those three um for the packers though because every team has to play an international game every eight years there i think the next time the packers will be back and i will bet my vince lombardi signed book on it will be 16 years time so and the reason why i say that is because if the packers remain quite good then Germany will get them next. The NFL does not have a clue about how popular American football is in Central Europe, Germany, Austria, the Scandinavian countries, the low countries, hasn't got a clue. The one game they're sending to Munich, 2024 will come to every year. Yeah. Not not even close. Um, and then they'll start to look for another another country. Uh, maybe Holland, maybe Netherlands, maybe Spain. So the Packers will not, um, I cannot believe the Packers will be back to London uh, within until 16 years have elapsed, unless we go on a 1970s, 80s run, which historically, even if you look at the Packers' history, those things happen. They happened to the Packers in the 50s and late 40s. They happened to the Packers even under Curly Lambeau's tenure for a while. Steve. There's people who haven't got tickets right and they're already feeling gloomy and now you're bringing up the dips in Packers performance. I think you're pushing people. Yeah, but for for those of us, and and I speak to people on this podcast who go to every London game, Mm. it wouldn't be a London game unless it was a poor matchup. We have had so many. (laughs) The irony of the Germans getting... Tom Brady and Tampa Bay straight out of the gate is not lo- uh, not lost on the rest of us who've had to suffer such great things as the 52, almost 52-3 blowout of the 
Ravens of the 48 points but over the Rams by the mm. Patriots those kind of things anyway that's a different baggage so so but what I would say is just keep perspective there are still 14 16,000 tickets left to go in general sale have your laptop fully charged make sure that you have already pre-registered and put your profile on to www.nfluk.com register your interest for tickets then you'll get an email with a link everybody clicks on the link immediately in the hope that oh maybe it's open already newsflash it won't have been but what does tend to happen as i saw today with the season ticket resale was even though it said it's open at 10 mm. at some point 9 15 9 o'clock they start the queue get in the queue and wait and it will look like nothing's moving at the bottom of the screen it'll have a little note and it says what time it was last updated i was 3871st for 45 50 minutes it opened at 10 o'clock for the next 10 minutes i was 3871st and then it started to move and it was pretty accurate actually within about four minutes it said i would get on about half past 10 uh, and I did. I, I didn't actually want the tickets. I did try. I thought, well, let's see if I can get some, as you know, Steve, for, for, for one or two other people we know who are desperate. Uh, and unfortunately, I did it on the mobile. And the mobile, maybe it was me, maybe it was my mobile. It would only let me buy one ticket at a time. So I definitely would advise try and do it via the laptop. Uh, I would also say to people who can try and do it via home on your home router. For those of you trying to do it through work, there may be unbeknown to you security filters in your infrastructure that will then stop you at some point doing the transaction, staying in the queue, what have you. Um, also, while you're in the queue, there is a notify me button. You put your email in there uh, and it does send you an email. When it's your turn, uh, it will send you an email and you've got 10 minutes then to get into the site to do your buying. If you don't do the email and you decide to sit and wait like I did today, you get a charming ping noise when it's your turn. Uh, and then you can go in and hopefully select the section that you're after. I would advise just click on the selection, the number of tickets you want, not try and look for the specific seats because those seats are literally going before your eyes. And I've seen cases today on, on the Internet, on Twitter, where people said they were they had tickets in their basket and then they were kicked out of it because somebody else had already bought the ticket. So don't mess mm. about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that when you get there, jump on them because, you know, if you're going to not and then you end up paying colossal money to somebody else just for tickets, because we I've seen it again today, Steve, where people are buying one ticket per at a time. They're going with their mates, but they decide that, look, if there's one ticket available from anybody, I'll just jump on it and get it. And that's exactly what they're doing, you know. And that's a really good point. So two other things I will add. Um, there are always single tickets left over, always last year. So. It worst comes to worst, just accept you want four tickets. You just got one and, and OK, you may have to fight over your mates over it, but just go in and get the singles. Um, another one, and I'm being deadly serious here. If you have a relative who is a genuine wheelchair user, you can phone up Spurs um, or I think even on the NFL, actually, on, on NFL.com as well. But you can phone up Spurs, explain that you want to go as a carer of somebody who is a wheelchair user there are wheelchair user places the carer gets in for free um, but more importantly uh, it means you can go and get the ticket now and not get stressed out so if you have someone who is a genuine wheelchair user um, then 
get onto Spurs now and you might better get yourself the ticket. I will also add, I know this for a fact, don't try and do a scam. Spurs have seen them all in the two or three years that they've been going. So they probably will want a medical certificate signed by a doctor. So, yes, this person does need to use a wheelchair or, you know, whether whether that extends to people who have got maybe um, other mobility issues. I don't know. But it's, it's another way of exploring, you know, if, if rather than. You know, if you've got somebody who's got a busted busted hip or busted leg and they need a wheelchair, then then go for it. I wouldn't yeah. advise going out and maiming your friend just to get in a wheelchair for a couple of weeks. But, uh, you know, no, but, desperate you times. Know, we did get someone uh, contacting us about that. It is a real concern and there, there are fans out there who are worried that, you know, the infrastructure isn't there. But as you said, call hospitality and discuss it with them because you don't ask, you don't get. Um, so just go and do reach out. Um, so look, Steve, um, you know, we're nearing the half an hour mark here. So and we can go into this sort of material for a long time. But I guess not unless you have any other pointers. I guess it's a nice place to finish here in the sense of you have a ticket or don't have a ticket. But either way, you're not missing the atmosphere in London. International series, you know, Regent Street and all the activities that go on. What's the atmosphere like? Where should people go? Is it worth leaving hours and hours before and tailgating and getting a few beers in the pub? Is everything too overpriced? Is it too overpacked? What are we looking at here? Okay, so the ideal for us, we've got this down to science. Yeah, on the Saturday, there'll be some events in London. There'll be probably a couple of player appearances in the Spurs merchandise store. A couple of things I will say. If whatever's possible, please buy your merchandise before you arrive, because otherwise you will be suffering an inhuman queue to get into the Spurs NFL shop. They, they convert it for the weekend. The Spurs NFL shop, and everybody's going, but you could have just bought that on NFL.com and had that delivered in 24 hours. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. so that's my, that's the best bit of advice I've got is if you're going to buy some merch, and it and it's and you can get it on NFL on the NFL.com shop. Don't go in, into the shop to get it at the ground because it'll take forever. Uh, yeah, Tottenham is normally something Trafalgar Square. Don't know if there'll be something in Regent Street. They always have a couple of pubs, the Admiralty and the Barrow, Bull and Barrow or something. The Admiralty is a great one because it's right next door to Trafalgar Square. That's what I'm hoping the Packers have got. The other one is a bit further out towards Canary Wharf. Um, but they'll be there'll be that that's where the, that's the two main pubs and i suspect one of those we were packers everywhere will will end up um and then on the day um the in terms of outside there's a there's lots of eateries outside there's a little tailgate which is fairly limited if, if you get there too late they won't let you in but there's masses of shops outside around tottenham there's nowhere to properly tailgate but massive shops outside tottenham that you can get sandwiches kebabs there's a fantastic fish and chip shop directly opposite uh and i would advise that there's a, a massive sainsbury's built into the side uh of the stadium uh, and that's where you can get normal sandwiches and things for normal prices um inside the stadium the food is great a little bit dear but nowhere near the level of wembley uh, the beer, the local beer, the Beaver Town stuff, which is now sold all around Britain, I think is dreadful. Um, but they do have some. <laughs> oh, it's like earwax. But they do have. But they do have some carveling and, and a couple of others. You'll try it. It's one of those things where because it costs so much, you'll be mm. determined to finish it, yeah. and you'll get to the bottom and you'll decide: Did I actually end up liking it, 
or is it that now I'm so drunk that I think I like it? It's not great. Um, they often have a mysterious craft one. They call it Craft A, which basically is a is another variant of of the of the stuff they brew. So do you know what it sounds I'm like, Steve? Fan. They just pour it in from the drip trays. You know, they're just like we call it Craft A. You know what I mean? It has some you know flies in it or whatever. Let's I'm not gonna, in yeah, not going to deny that. Not going <laughs> to. I'm not, I'm not going for that one. So what we tend to do is we have the fish and chips outside that fills us up. We then go inside. We have a have a couple beers that we don't laugh we have a packet of haribo in the third quarter and we're done that is a cheap that's a cheap way to get through it but you do it's great and it's great you meet people um and i think the the other one is hey look not everybody is going to get in okay Uh, for those that can wonderful i've got a friend in our fantasy league he for medical reasons can never take advantage of the spectacular fantastic trips you put on every year to green bay but he's able to go to london to watch his team who supported since the 80s mm. so what i would also say i would appeal to those people who are thinking of having some extra tickets to make a quick buck please don't you know if you're going to do it be 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 decent class packers fans if you're going to do it get the ticket and make sure you give it a, a, a reasonable price so you know somebody you absolutely know is desperate for the ticket don't try and rip other people off that we're, we're we're a better fan base than that we really should yeah. be yeah, like in fairness, any of the people that I've seen looking to move on tickets have said they're not looking for anything extra for it. Whereas there will be people out there. That's the name of the game. They'll get on, they'll get their general sale tickets and they'll look to scalp people for twice the price. Human nature and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but look, Steve, it's great to have you on. Um, it's good info there. We'll definitely have you on probably closer to the time uh, when we're doing our, you know, Hippodrome party and talking tailgates and all that kind of stuff. Now, what I will say is you mentioned the group trip. It sold out before we cranked open more seats and it's sold out again. So that is now completely the last couple of spaces got snapped up there a couple of days ago, um, which is just going to be, again, the biggest tour we've ever brought over to Green Bay. We're going to see two games, which is incredible. But what I would say is, is if you are sort of fretting over that and you don't want to pay extortionate prices for London and you do still want to come over, I'm pretty sure Ben at Touchdown Trips can probably organize it that, you know, and it might be more expensive because you don't get to avail of that sort of group pricing. But if you do want to go to Green Bay and you do want to join in on the trip, uh, that might be still feasible. But do reach out to Ben at Touchdown Trips. Anyway, Steve, uh, you're a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Are you um, anything left to say forever? Hold your peace, as they say. I think I'd also say is as much as you've got the great touchdown trips and uh, that that you guys organize, Green Bay also has other games that take place, and I'm sure Ben would be more than willing to help organise some of that if people can't go on those particular weeks. There are other games that are available, obviously without the atmosphere that that you and the fan base will bring over. Um, Yeah, as I said, I'm still looking forward to Vegas in 23, baby, whether that's with the UK Packers or not. Yeah, you see this, Steve. You know, that's the thing is that it, it seems like we don't matter to you, Steve. You know, <laughs> that's what it seems like. Uh, but yeah, look, Formula One coming to Vegas, happy days. But look, we've always sort of flirted with the idea, and we did do it one year of doing an away game because we had, as you say, you know, if you're not so obsessed with getting to Green Bay, which can be prohibitively expensive if you want to go to sort of the other hubs that are quite cheap, like that LA Rams game. You know, that pack, which was on sale, I think, for £950. That's amazing, amazing. Just silly. And again, the atmosphere and everything else. So, yeah, as you say, reach out to Ben. Um, and again, for a fan group, I'm not selling holidays. So reach out to Ben. Ben, that's what you have. So there we go. Uh, Stevie, do you want to mention your social media? Or are you of that age where you just want to live in a log cabin and people to leave you alone? 
leave me alone that's fine <laughs> i'll just i'll just ta- i'll just put occasional things on uk packers and you yeah. can occasionally like it if you think it's vaguely interesting okay. but otherwise yeah happy to come around nearer the time help people just understand a bit more of the lie of the land but those that get to go will have a great time those that don't get to go there are other options available mm. um uh, uh, all i would say is at the minute wait till the general sale has finished unless you are truly worrying in which case mm. sell your soul <laughs> i love that advice that that's the advice of a man who you know lives in a log cabin and eats harry but you know just <laughs> like you're not gonna be ruining your life if you want to it's got nothing to do with me so look i've been at steady the nfl he's been steve sparks but leave malone and the group has been at uk packers dive on to the facebook group because loads of people sharing stuff and also there'll be plenty of threads on the twitter as well for people to get tickets if you can but like steve says Big massive relax, wait till general sales, see how the prices fluctuate. And look, there's been cases where people have went to Green Bay and got a ticket on their own away from their mates because when you're in the stadium, sometimes you end up losing your mates in a drunken stupor anyway. So it all works out and it's all fine. It could be 16 years. And you can quote Steve Sparks on this and find his log cabin and hunt him down if you want, right? Uh, but it could be 16 years before the Packers are back over. Or you can get a trip to Germany. Either way. Anyway, that's it for this week. We'll be back next week, hopefully, with some proper Packers news. But until then, it's a go, Pack, go. And see you then. Go, Pack, go.